Well, hello, everyone. Thanks for tuning in to a special Bling Vieira podcast of the dating special. This is a this episode is a special episode about relationships and dating and the quirky nature of trying to find a smoking hot date at the park as a woman. This one is encouraging those women of the female species to approach the male in a playful, fun way and creative way to exchange information, to get your phone number, to start a real meaningful relationship. I'm encouraging you women to do that and approach the guy in creative, fun ways, just like this woman did to uh, my co-host, Lord. You guys are the coolest. Good morning, all my fans out in podcast land. That's uh, not even morning. Good afternoon, all my fans out in podcast land. The Bling Vieira podcast fan club. We're making coffee. We're making coffee right now. We've got some stories to tell today. We've got some more uplifting content for the world to listen to. Instead of depressing content where we had... Just things go wrong for us. We're done with that. Let them go wrong. Let them keep going wrong. We'll handle it next week. We'll face our problems head on next week. It's Sunday, April is it 25th. Does anyone know what day it is? Does anyone know what time it is? It's Sunday, April 24th, 20 and 22. And if you listen to yesterday's episode, it was pretty intense. I have to, I have to say pretty serious. Someone sounded kind of serious in that podcast. Sounds like they're about to do something. Sounds like they're about to get some answers. But that's not what we're doing in today's episode. If you can't hear it already, the coffee, I made it extra strong today. I did because we're going to get all hopped up and I saved just enough milk from last night to, yeah, consume right now in this first cup of coffee. And I am looking forward to it. You guys want to you guys want to do it live? You guys want to... Okay, hang on. Okay, the coffee maker is a little bit loud. I've owned it for a little bit over a year now. I bought it when I was at the Weekly Hotel because the Weekly Hotel, when I would ask for coffee, they said, hey, that coffee's not free anymore. And I was like, all right, cool. All right, cool. And I wasn't asking for, like, made coffee. I was asking for, like, packets of coffee to make in the... with their... <laughs> the little spout on the coffee maker on the glass part had broken off. That's how I that's how I received it. That's how I was receiving it. It was broken, so it was really sharp. I think I might have cut myself pretty bad on that one or two times. But this is a little bit louder, but it works and it's it makes really good coffee. Um, so we're just gonna oh yeah, full all the way to the top there. Okay. It is pretty loud, isn't it? Okay now let's get this cup of let's get some of this milk in there. Let's try to save some milk for a second cup. I like it. Next time, I'll make sure to wait till the coffee maker's done before doing any of this. It's Dunkin' Donuts Chocoholic flavor coffee, and I put in an extra two scoops today because I've got to get some things done today. I've got to make another podcast, a professional podcast for somebody else, a weekly show that I do for them. I received a reply from my brokerage yeah, a, a private message. And this was a reply to the message I sent them thanking them for trying to help me on Friday for their customer service skills and apologizing for not having the information correct when they asked for it. And that was my fault. So I wanted to make sure that they knew that. I wanted to thank those who tried to help me 
and they replied, I'm pretty sure they're going to say, hey, a lot of times customers just stay mad at us, but we're glad you see the light and you're trying to help us. It's probably going to say something like that. We're probably, after this first cup of coffee, we'll probably get into one of these beers and these tall 16 ounce cans of beer to kick off our Sunday to be nice and sloppy by the end of the night. You know, let's just use the rest of that milk. That coffee's too hot. I don't know. No, let's not. Let's, let's not. Let's try to be responsible here. Let's let the coffee cool down. Let's get set up over there for the pupcast, for a professional pup, weekly pupcast. Questions from the back real quick about that weekly pupcast. I've been getting a few. What's it about? Uh, it's a weekly recap of the week's kind of most popular stories, or at least kind of most interesting stories. Um, lately, I've just been sort of reading them live, or yeah, reading them and then publishing it. But the past couple times, I've been kind of adding my own two cents. I think one story involved a tech company, excuse me, a tech company that uh, had the, was trying to like, mer I don't know, I don't know. Basically what I said though was that would have been really cool to have had that around when I was a kid. I'd probably be a professional baseball player today or a professional skateboarder instead of a uh, multimedia extraordinaire instead of a professional multimedia account. Don't stop listening, it gets better, it'll get better, I promise. I have a story for you guys. It's, a, it's pretty funny. It's a story from my other co-host, Lord. He, we're gonna get a show going, don't worry. You'll eventually hear his actual voice and I won't have to do impressions of him or do the back and forth like I do. But the past couple weeks I've been telling people, I'm telling him specifically, Lordy, the next time you're like at the store and she's a good-looking cashier, instead of saying, "Hey, hey, bling, I, hey, bling," the cashier at the store is so she's so hot, man. I, she gave each other a look. And we had a moment. And we shared a moment together. And I said, "Well, what'd you say to her? Did you talk to her or what?" No, we didn't talk. We didn't do anything. Just shared a moment. Had the electricity between her eyes meet, and yeah, just had a lustful moment together. I believe I. I, I I believe I referred to it as a a, uh, a lover's flirtatious tryst with the eyes. In which case, I'm pretty sure Lord responded, no, it wasn't a flirtatious, a flirt I can't talk. Lord resp then responded, no, it was not a flirtatious tryst. Like, not fl flirtatious tryst, man, flirtatious tryst. It's hard to say, though, you know, second time around, obviously. So yesterday, old Lordy's at a kid's birthday party at the, a park in Phoenix, and it's hot there already in Phoenix. Um, not tolerable weather at all. And he was pulling in to this park, to park his truck, and he saw some a, a young woman in her car, and it was in the next parking space over. And he said he kind of like, I don't know, flirted with her a little bit with the truck, like, oh, got too close to your car, didn't I? <laughs> You know, one of those moves. And they probably both smiled at each other and whatever. Then his story, this is where it gets good. He's minding his own business at this kid's birthday party in the park. And she comes walking over to him. And originally his story when he told me was, you wanna, know, wanna hear how crazy people are? Now hold on, hold on. Along with me saying, just start flirting with people more, just go with it, just say yes, see what happens, just be kind and outgoing and like really, Turn the flirting up like an extra notch. 
be a little bit too forward uh, in some cases. And just, like, just see what happens. Just try and ask for the number, see what happens. Text them later, you know? That's what I've been saying. No, I've also been saying you can't trust anyone or anything. The climate of mistrust in the world right now is pretty high and no one trusts anybody. So don't trust anybody, especially eBay, because they're stealing. Well, he conflated those two pieces of advice or pieces of uh, those two suggestions. He conflated those together to just don't trust anyone and don't flirt with anyone. Okay, an honest mistake. So she comes walking over and talks to him and he starts off the, the conversation with me, telling me about the experience as, listen to how crazy people are today. And I was like, oh, I gotta hear this. I, and mind you, I'd been over at the Shire for about 30 minutes prior, contemplating how to like run away from all of my problems. And I was looking at that river down below, just kinda, <laughs> water's probably pretty cold someone's uh, muscles might start to cramp up in that water and not be able to swim. Good thing I'm not gonna fall in that water. I'm on safe higher ground and at the Shire. But I'm using my imagination to just kind of explore some different ideas about my future. Now, as I was, as I was returning to the studio from that experience, from that profound uh, spiritual experience, uh, I'm walking across the street in the crosswalk, not putting my head down because rule number one, if, you, if you're a pioneer, if you've, if you've listened to this podcast since day one, I've always said, don't put your head down in a crosswalk no matter what. Awkward or not, I don't care. I don't care what the situation is. You're on your phone, you're changing the song. Don't keep your head up and make sure to look left and right in the crosswalk every single time. Now I'm listening to Lord's story as I'm in the crosswalk and he's like, she comes over to me and she's like, excuse me, are you the guy that hit my truck earlier today? And he's like, what? No, I didn't hit your truck. You saw me when I was pulling in. We, we both made eye contact as I was pulling in. I didn't, hit, I didn't hit your car with my truck, no. You got the wrong guy. And she's like, oh, well, just some other, another guy earlier today was kind of bumped into my car and I was, he's in a blue truck and I was kind of waiting for him to come back and uh, exchange information with him. And Lord's like, no, that wasn't me. I didn't hit your car. You saw me when I came in. I came in here just a few minutes ago. I didn't hit your car. We don't need to exchange any information at all. Oh, we're coming up to the second segment. We're coming up to the second segment. I'll finish. I'll finish in the second segment. So he's telling me this without me, without me having any other context. And I'm just thinking, yep, the climate of mistrust, these crazy people coming out of the woodwork, just trying to scam more innocent guys like us, just unsuspecting single guys, you know, we don't have a lot of, you know, not tied down to a lot of stuff. We have a little bit more maneuverability when it comes to uh, being dumb and making stupid decisions with regarding our life. Yep, single guys, that's what we, that's what we possess. It's just a lot of, a lot of wiggle room to do dumb stuff and then try and get out of it somehow. But I was like, good for you, man. Like, good for you, way to spot that shit early on and not give in to anyone's, like, just completely unprovoked, uh, completely inappropriate demands. Just uh, frivolous demands. Frivolous. And, and belligerence, for that matter. Today's climate of mistrust is just absolutely out of control. And I'm proud of you for making the right decision and not 
even entertaining those accusations for one second. Nice going, Lord. So I'm picturing like kind of a broke down car that this woman drives, and I'm picturing her, you know, probably a little bit older, has a lot of kids and, you know, not really put together very well. Except, that's what I'm picturing, except old Lordy says, actually, um, come to think of it, she looked pretty good. I think she might have been trying to get, like, I think she might have been trying to talk to me. And so I was like, wait a minute, she looked pretty good? Is that what I'm hearing? Yeah, she looked pretty good and she was driving a newer car. Uh, you could tell nobody hit that car earlier. It was pretty new and I know I didn't hit it. She know I didn't. She knows I didn't hit it because I was looking at her when I pulled in. We both smiled at each other. It's like I even I even kind of did this thing where I was like, oh, almost hit your car, ha ha, and then pulled back and parked regular. And I was like, Lord, that's some information that I need to know before you start getting me all hyped up on the climate of mistrust and everything else. Before you before you try to get my support for some of the the stupid decisions that you've made based on like manipulating me into be like agreeing with you like see people don't trust each other and look what sort of scams they're coming up with now before you go down that road why don't you tell me everything first like there's a pretty woman uh she was in a newer car i didn't hit her car she came and talked to me later asking me for my number and exchange of information let's go let's do it that way first because that will say hey, she probably wanted to talk to you man She's probably been pretty lonely since Corvid started two years ago, uh, like everybody else. Corvix since COVID-19, not Corvid, started two years ago. She's probably pretty lonely, like a lot of us single people are. And she was probably trying to figure out a way to talk to you. And considering that when you were pulling in, you did that thing where you're like, oh, almost hit your car. <laughs> Let's smile at each other and have a moment. Instead of, um, you should probably tell me that first before saying, before getting me all riled up on the climate of mistrust and people trying to scam each other and rip each other off like eBay. Because then even me, uh, Mr. Skepticism himself, <laughs> Mr. Paranoia himself, uh, he probably won't agree with you. He'll probably say she was trying to talk to you because she's probably from a nice small town and she thought of a real creative way. Her and her friends are probably texting the whole time. Like, just go talk to them, tell them this. Like, exchange your numbers this way. And now that you've presented that situation to me in the light that it is in now, I would have to agree with all of her little uh, friends. That probably was probably a very creative way to get your information and phone number and probably start a meaningful relationship together. Yeah. But that's not what happened. Lord just sat there in, in the grass with his beard and his sunglasses, looking all cool, probably with his like legs crossed, all casual, um, saying, look, I didn't hit your car. You know I didn't hit your car. When I pulled in, we both were looking at each other. I didn't hit your car. So I don't know who you think I am or what you're trying to find or what you're looking for, but I'm not him and it's not over here. And I didn't hit your car, so yeah, sorry. Now get lost. The more he thought about it, and the more I thought about it, I was just like, damn, dude, that, that girl is never going to talk to another guy for the rest of her life. At the park or anywhere, she's just gonna sit there at the bar all alone, just waiting to be approached, and it's not gonna happen. 
because nobody trusts anybody anymore. And the one person who like tries, the one girl. See, okay, okay, I've been at, <clears throat> okay, okay, we'll start from the beginning. I've been at uh, Liberty Park here in Salt Lake City before. It's one of my favorite parks. Um, I don't remember when it was exactly. It must have been right when it started to heat up a little bit. So I'd imagine uh, last, last fall sometime. Last summer, probably. Yeah, we'll just go with last summer. So last summer, I'm skating around Liberty Park, doing whatever, or making videos, or doing whatever I was doing, taking photos. Yeah, I was taking, I was making videos. And uh, I saw this girl underneath a tree reading a book. And I didn't even, I wasn't assessing the attractiveness. I wasn't trying to have any uh, different motives besides just talking to someone and possibly making a new friend, possibly, but just trying my hand at talking to someone, like totally a cold approach. She doesn't know me. I don't know her. Let's see what I can do here. Let's just see how it is. Now mind you, this is months ago. This is months ago. And I, I was doing the B-roll and just got, when I was all done, I was. Like she, if she's still there, I'm gonna to talk to her, and she was still there. So I put everything back in the car, like the tripod and whatever else, and I kind of skated back over there. And I saw her, and I said, "Hey, how's it going? My name's Bling." And she put the book down, and she was just staring at me. I know she heard me because she put the book down, and she was staring at me. So I said, uh, "Do you come to this park a lot?" And she was just staring at me. I think she blinked her eyes a couple times. And I was like, oh, shit. Like, this is not what I was expecting at all. <laughs> like, this is not. I'm on red alert here. We need to bail. Bling, this is not working out for you. Talking to this girl like you thought. Mm -hmm. I was like, what book are you reading? And she goes, I don't like to talk to people at the park. I hate it when people talk to me at the park. And so I think I, at that point, I don't know if I was wearing a watch or not, but I tried to look down as if I was wearing a watch. And I was just like, oh, yeah, I said, it's time to get going here. I think I even said, oh, sorry, so a lot of people talk to you when you're at the park? And she's like, well, not really. And I was like, I don't know where this is. I don't know. I got to get out of here. This is a bad I I made a big mistake. I know I made a big mistake. And that was the last time I made a cold, cold contact. That's the last time I got cold cocked. That was months ago. I mean, that could have been like almost like, yeah, close to a year ago. Um, and I, ever since then, I was just like, yeah, that's the last time I try and talk to somebody. Um, like that. So I haven't really, I haven't really practiced talking to people or to the female species in a flirtatious way for quite some time because I approached this woman underneath a tree reading a book and just asked a couple questions like, well, I introduced myself and how her book was and she, you know. Now, if you could just flip the roles around a little bit, I'm underneath a tree reading something and reading my favorite romance novel 
and I'm approached by someone of a female species saying, hey, my name's whatever. That's up to me, like, at that point, how to respond. And I'd probably just say, hey, my name is Bling, nice to meet you. Do you come to the park a lot, often, a lot? And right there is probably where I'd mess it up. Trying to say too, too many words at once, a lot and often. Do you come to the park a lot often? And just hope no one catches it. I, I come to this park uh, quite a lot often myself. I, I'll skate, I'll take some pictures and photos and stuff. Sometimes when the lighting's right and the, the clouds work out and the sunshine, you can get some pretty stunning photos. Also, that they, ha they have an aviary over there. Are you familiar with the uh, Tracy Aviary over at Liberty Park? No? Yeah. It, you can actually see the Andean condor from uh, this side. The wingspan of, I think, up to, what, 15 feet across? From 12 to 17 feet across in a wingspan. That's a pretty big bird. You want to go look at it? Oh, no. No, you don't need tickets. I mean, you do need tickets to get into the aviary, but to see the Andean condor, it's kind of in the corner, and you can just kind of see him sometimes. It's a big bird. Yeah. Do you know where the, uh, like, the Andes Mountains would be? A a Andean Mountain Range would be? Uh, that's in South America, uh, over there, along in, in Peru, and along there. Brazil-ish area, Argentina, Bolivia, Peru, the Andean Mountains, Andean Condor, Andean... No, but that's how I'd play it. That's how I would play that approach. If someone were to approach me, I would try to make up words like aloften. So I'm not sure how I would have played things if I was in Lord's position. Um, I think he does have a little bit more he, now, he has a little bit more um, freedom to, to say and do things that I couldn't get away with because I, I'm a little bit more like skinny and weak and scrawny and less masculine looking. I'm, I'm definitely more of a, a feminine uh, looking male. I, I can't grow a beard if I wanted to. Um, I could kind of grow like a, a yeah a Trotsky-type mustache and goatee, but that doesn't really look good on a woman, so it doesn't look good on me either. Let's get back into some of the stronger coffee that I've made and use the last of this milk here that we've... We'll get into that Coors Light that we got. When the, when the mountains on the Coors Light can are blue, that beer is as cold as the Rockies. Well, the Rocky Mountain Range is not in South America, it's actually in North America, and it's uh, in Colorado, and uh, goes up into Utah and those other territories there. States, excuse me. In fact, over the course of my life, I think I've had, yeah, over the course of like 50 or 60 years, I've had the opportunity to have the female species throw themselves towards me, um, like one and a half times probably. That the half time was kind of up in the air, could have been either way. Could have been me, could have been them. I'm not sure who was doing most of the work. But uh, one time for sure, it was at, a, at the cursive show when I was approached by a young woman. She said, hey, you wanna make out? I said, excuse me, you, don't, you do not wanna make out with me. She goes, yeah, I do. I was like, oh, okay. And then yeah, that worked out. And that was the only time that that happened. 
Um, the other time, yes, we were at Applebee's. It was my friend's girlfriend's best friend who was visiting from uh, out of state. I believe it was Montana. It was spring break and she was visiting Arizona at the time. We were at Applebee's and she was talking about France and because of her study abroad in France, and she said, do you know any French? And I said, all I know is <laughs> that old line, and that worked. And uh, we ended up doing okay that night too. Uh, when I brought her to where I lived, I was showing her where I stayed, and she said, you need to clean your room. And I said, well, let's go back out, let's go outside then. <laughs> let's do this outside. <laughs> Yeah, we didn't stay there for very long in my room. <clears throat> that, so yeah, one and a half times. And that experience happened uh, about 20 years ago. That was the last time that, that happened. Now, actually, I take it back. There was a Halloween once uh, a few years ago, probably about seven years ago, where I was at somewhere and I started talking to someone. She had bloody tears for her like Halloween costume, I guess. And I, I thought that was really cool because I told her that vampires will, vampires when they cry, their, their tears are blood. And I think she thought that that was very insightful and uh, creative too, but it's the truth. So we ended up hanging out that night, getting a lift ride. So uh, what ended up happening with that one is her friend, who was a male, came back in. He says, hey, are you the one that was talking about the bloody tears? And I was like, yeah, that was me. He's like, my friend wants to hang out with you. Come with us. And I was like, all right, cool. I'll do it. And then we went around to a few more bars and yeah, took a lift ride to somewhere else. I didn't take the lift ride to her place because I was pretty sure she had cats. So we went back to my place instead that night. I, it didn't, uh, yeah, nothing really. Anyway, uh, it wasn't like you'd expect. Let's just put it that way. I think old Bling probably had a couple too many cold ones that night to really make sense of uh, what was really going on. I probably fell asleep, actually. That's the truth. I'm sure Lord will, will have many stories to tell everyone. Um, once, once we actually get our show up and off the ground, probably get some YouTube videos loaded up here uh, eventually in the Lord and Bling show. But Lord has a lot more experience with that type of thing, even with, like, dudes who are, like really possessive of their of their property when it comes to their girlfriends lord will even get approached by those girls and try to yeah weasel their way in with lord to where he's like no i can't because it's not right because they're my friend and yeah and i'm just over here once every 20 years once every seven years i'll have someone come back in the bar and say hey you're the guy right yeah my friend kind of likes you let's go come hang out with us Instead of like having, yeah, they'll just show up at my house someday and just go, oh, can I come inside? The Lord's like, no, nah, it's not safe. You can't do that because, you know, you're my friend's girlfriend. And Anyway, even here in our old age, Lord's still getting approached in the grass at parks by girls who would like to exchange information for, the, for him hitting, not hitting that car. And I'm over here egging him on, telling him about the uh, climate of mistrust in the world and how he's doing, <laughs> how he's 
how he did good, how he did good by telling this girl to get lost and that the scams just won't work with us anymore. Not those types of scams. Only to find out that it was not a scam. Anyway, I was going through some change um, the other day. I, I used some change to pay for some things at 7-Eleven. I didn't actually have to at the time. Uh, but with getting mixing up that little wire transfer and having eBay steal $1,600 from me, um, money's a little bit tight again. And I keep thinking to myself, no, there's money somewhere. Like, I know, there's, I, know I have some money somewhere. It's like, yeah, you do. Like, yeah, there is. I'm like, oh yeah, oh yeah. And why can't I get it again? It's like, because eBay stole it and because you messed up juggling other funds around after eBay stole it. It's like, oh yeah, oh yeah. Where's the nearest store that has Coinstar that can cha change in these coins for cash? It's, cr wanna know it's like something that's actually crazy though, is the other day when I was at the store and I saw somebody using Coinstar, I remember thinking like, damn, that's tough. Like, I'm so glad I never, like, I'm so glad I'm past those days where I have to cash in all my coins for a couple of dollars. I was like, damn, that's tough times. I'm so glad. I'm so glad I don't have to deal with that shit anymore. And now I'm the one that's like running out of 7-Eleven. It's like, oh, hold on, I have 50 cents in my car. Let me go grab that. I miscalculated the tax and stuff. I have 50 more cents. Hold on, I will be right back. There's a line behind me. And people behind me saying, man, I'm so glad I don't have to deal with that shit anymore. I remember being poor like that guy. Look at him running out to his car trying to get an extra 50 cents out of his little center console to pay for what is that, sour. What's he buying anyways? Twin snakes? Is that Haribo Starmix? A couple tall cans of Coors Light and some Haribo Starmix, huh? And he's going to run back out to his car. An irresponsible piece of shit. He's off by 50 cents. Man, I should have just bought everything for him if he's if he doesn't have if he's so like broke and hard up for cash. Well, we're in the last minute here. I don't think we're gonna make this an extended version, probably because we're gonna catalog our uh, adventures today. We go to store to store, sell another MacBook for cash, and uh, wheeling and dealing online. We're gonna read our E-Trade uh, email, I guess, and we're gonna appreciate customer service. Um, I, I do appreciate uh, those that take the time to not make my life more difficult and actually help me instead of, yeah, make things more difficult. If we do get approached by any one of the female species today, we are going to be receptive and positive and we're going to go with it. And we're going to say, hey, the first thing we're going to do is compliment them. We're going to say, hey, you have pretty eyes. Hey, I like your hair. Hey, you smell nice. Hey, you have a pretty smile. Hey, something. Can I have 20 bucks? Just kidding. But we're gonna compliment them right off the bat. Except the last time was like six or seven years ago, so it's probably not gonna happen today. Thanks so much for listening, you guys are the coolest. Good luck, take care.